welcome to episode 96 of Yins Are Good, the podcast that shares and celebrates all of the good stuff, the good news that's going on out there. And we're celebrating all of those people who are making that good stuff happen. I am your host, Tressa Glover. How are you? I'm so happy you've joined us today. I'm so happy to be joining you today, coming along with you as you're going about your day, or maybe this is your time when you curl up with a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, maybe a glass of wine, and you just listen in to hear good news, to hear about how people are helping each other. You will not be disappointed today, I assure you. I had the joy of getting to chat with Kelsey Lensman, the founder of Empower Her Fitness, which coaches women all around the country in their nutrition, fitness, and mindset. Kelsey is also currently pursuing Mission 48, which you're going to hear about, where she will complete, okay, ready for this? 48 fitness competitions in 48 states in 48 days. Uh-huh. This is to raise money for Rocks, Ruling Our Experiences, which is a nonprofit that develops confident girls who control their own relationships, experiences, decisions, and futures. How good is this? So if you're looking for a little inspiration, if you need a little inspiration, just wait until you hear our conversation. And Don, Don DiGiulio, awaiting his turn to again try his hand at another round of Name That Neighborhood. And you probably know what I'm going to say by now. If you have a story to share, please tell us about someone you're grateful for. Tell us about someone who has made your life better someone who has inspired you. Tell us about an act of kindness that you witnessed, that you were a part of. This is what we're doing here. We're sharing with each other to inspire each other, to lift each other up, to share the good stuff that is happening and to share it with us. Email us at yinsaregood at gmail.com. You know, I'm going to share it on the show. Again, thank you so much for being here today. And now we're going to get right to it. Let's get to the good stuff. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. I actually have never used this Spotify for podcast platform. So this is super interesting to me. Was it user friendly on your end? Oh, so you just literally clicked the link and then you were in. So it's very, very easy. Oh, good. Oh, good. It's so nice to talk to you again. That's How are awesome. things with you? Good. Um, shit, try to even think what happened throughout this weekend. But yeah, no, I think honestly, a lot of it's just finalizing logistics for all the Mission 48 craziness. So actually, this is a big thing. We ended up getting an RV for Mission 48. So that'll be, um, it'll be awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. We're going to end up um, like doing a big wrap on it and have Mitch 48 and all like all of our sponsors on the side of it too, as we travel. So hopefully God willing, it'll, it'll play out really well. That's so cool. So how many folks will be traveling with you? About five to seven. The reason I give a little 
um, space there with it is because some will be coming for like two weeks on one week off, but there's a crew of about four of them that they'll be out through the whole duration of the Mish 48, which will be awesome. My dad's actually coming too. So he's, he's going to really take days. Oh, I love that. And so yeah. the, the people who are uh, traveling with you, what are their roles? Are they? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, obviously my dad's coming, he's going to drive the RV a good chunk. Um, he'll do some of the events with me, but he's a lot of just like the driving piece of it. I have a massage therapist, amen, hallelujah coming with me. So she'll, she'll keep this body in check the whole time. Um, and then I have her name's Denton. She's also a physical therapist by trade. So she can help a little bit if Hopefully nothing breaks down, but hopefully body um, can stay intact. But if not, I have her there, but she's also doing a lot of like our back end logistics, contacting venues ahead of time, um, just to follow up with them and everything. Um, my fiance, Jared's coming. He's basically all things, all things, all things. So <laughs> with our dog, which our dog's coming to. Um, and okay, just, so I have to ask about the dog because yeah. as listeners know, we love, what kind of dog do you have? a pit mix. So he's, he was a shelter oh. boy. We got him about five, six years ago. Um, he's a pit bull and shepherd, I think they said, but he is my pride and joy. He goes almost every day to the gym with me. He used to go every day to the gym with me in the morning time. He's my man, my man. I love, I guess I should ask about Jared too. I went right yeah. to the dog. How? <laughs> <laughs> how's Jared uh, he's awesome he's actually <laughs> it's funny because he's seen this from this idea has been there for two and a half years so uh, he was the first person I shared this with about two and a half years ago um, so he's been I mean such a supportive role in everything that I've been doing we actually just got done um, like going with a video production team and like going over the documentary that we want to create for it and he's mm -hmm. he's down for anything he's my video man but he's also just this is sounding board that has been so helpful for me in the process of it all. Wow. And so, so when you, so you said about two and a half years ago, so mission 48. So how did this, how did this come to be? Oh man, that's a, that's a long, but a great story. So um, like I said, this was two and a half years ago. So I initially got the idea after I watched this documentary um, and it was iron cowboy. Have you ever heard of him by any chance? No. Okay. Listen to this. This is crazy. So he did 50 Ironmans, which an Ironman is a full marathon, a 110 plus mile bike and a two mile swim in 50 States in 50 days, which is way crazier than what I'm doing, to be honest with you. What? And there's, there's an asterisk with this with five kids in an RV, which is wild to me. <laughs> So I was watching his documentary and it was just so inspiring to me. Like not just the high moments of like, oh my gosh, he's coming back to Utah and all these people are gathering around, but also his low moments. Like when he was, I don't know why I'm doing this, you know, like he was just very raw and real without with throughout the whole entire documentary. And after it, it was funny. I just had this idea. I'm like, well, what if all my businesses, everything starts with the what if question. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, what if Kels, you love pushing boundaries. You really encourage a lot of women and young girls to like step out of their comfort zone. And I'm massive about leading by example. It's like, well, what if you did 40 different fitness competitions? So one week could be a uh, powerlifting meet next week could be a Spartan race. The following could be a running event, you know, in 48 States. And I originally had it in 48 weeks. 
And I was like, awesome, because I can do a Spartan race on a Saturday and then I could speak at a middle school for young girls and talk about confidence, talk about strength and stepping out of your comfort zone and everything. And so I sat on that idea for two and a half years because mm-hmm. I think initially I, I thought it and I was like, well, Kels, like, are you just being crazy? How are you going to pull that off? You know, can you even do it? All these thoughts or doubts can come up. And I would imagine this might hit home with your audience of like, you have this big, big goal or this big thing that you want to go after. And then that little voice in your head has all of the stories why you can't do something, you know, all of the reasons why you, we shouldn't pursue a certain route. All the roadblocks are like, but, but, but yeah, Yeah, it's the, but, you know, but this, but that, and usually I'm not somebody to let the, butt hold me back. But for some reason in that, I think it was such a crazy dream and goal that I had that I'm like, is this just an idea that is fleeting or is this actually something that could turn into something? So two years, I kind of sat on it. And throughout that two year time frame, like I'm really grateful. We lead a great company called Empower Fitness and we help women around the country. So it's like, we're still doing a lot of good things that I'm very uh, blessed about. But at the same time, I had this like deep stirring, this like, ah, Kelsey, there's still something more. There's still something more. And fast forward to about, about a year ago now, it would have been last September. So September of 2022, I just could not get this stirring to go away. Like it just kept coming up for me over and over again. And so finally there was one, I think it was like September 26. I have the little journal in my, um, in my bedroom and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go on a walk with captain, which is my dog for, and I walked him for about four hours because I just needed to think I didn't want my phone on. I didn't scroll through social media. I just needed to kind of process through things. And I got home that night and I, I, I didn't have any epiphany on the walk. It was like, oh my gosh, just a clear, you know, yellow brick road. But I ended up writing down a prayer. Faith's just really big in my life. Um, and I said, dear God, if this is something that is meant for me. Like, please give me the biggest sign that you could ever give me, not this little tap on the shoulder, not this little like, hey, kind of go this route, like smack me over the head with a sign and tell <laughs> me like, hey, go this route or, or don't go this route. And it's fine. Either a yes or a no is fine. I just want to know because it's such a scary big goal that if I'm just left to, hey, this is my idea that I want to do. I don't know if I could pull this off, to be honest with you. And it was crazy. So the next morning. I ended up training like I normally train, wake up pretty early, go work out. And for some stinking reason that morning, I listened to a podcast and I clicked a podcast instead of music. And I usually always listen to music in the morning time frame. And it was the first one. It was the Ed Milet show. And he was interviewing a guy named Colin O'Brady. And throughout this interview, Colin O'Brady, he was talking about the missions that he was going to go on and trekking across Antarctica, like physically these physical competitions that he does to raise money for charity. And just, it was almost a mirror of what I wanted to do with mission 48. It was crazy to me. So, Mm. okay, that's a little sign. And then this really got me like, it just, it tugged at my heartstrings. I remember I was mid back squat. I had a ton of weight on my back and I was listening to this podcast and and this (laughs) is what actually was this flip of the switch. He said, Kels, not Kels, but Ed, (laughs) he he said, So many people live in the five and sixes. Life is good, right? It's not great, but it's also not terrible. They just rinse and repeat five and sixes over and over and over again. And he said, because so many people want a nine or a 10, but they're afraid to go after a nine or a 10 because what happens if they hit a one? 
And I was like, Oh, like that just oh. hit deep with me because I was thinking back to the two years. And, and like I said, like we were doing good things. It's not that we were not doing anything or that I was just in a distraught place, but I was like, Kels, if you're really honest with yourself over the past two years, you've really just been rinsing and repeating five and sixes. Yes. You've had fleeting moments of eights or nines or tens, but you really have not truly felt like yourself or gone after the thing that you really want to go after. And so after that day, I, I said, okay, Kels, you don't know how to start something like this. There is no playbook for putting together a big national campaign. There's no, this is the first step. This is the second step. But I was like, you just got to go for it, girl. So I remember I went home that night and I, or that day, and I wrote down probably a list of a hundred things I needed to do on a big Google sheet. <laughs> and it was like, well, I need a travel. I, I need something to travel and I need, how do I financially even be able to do this? Yeah. And so I just started just chipping away uh, day by day. I think I would give myself an hour every single day um, to work on it. And so that would have been last September, basically through January. And then I ended up, this is almost done. I promise you there's a, a long backstory to that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but I ended up um, getting on a call with a guy that he is very well known in just like the fitness and brand industry. He works with a lot of great brands. He actually, this is crazy, even crazier than what I'm doing he ended up bear crawling a marathon, like literally on your hands and feet for 26.2 miles. Um, And he did it because he was raising money for a mental health charity and like just really encouraging a lot of people to, you know, just take care of themselves mentally. Um, Oh my gosh. It's, it's, yeah, he's, he's a great human, great human. So I ended up getting on a call with him and he knew way more about how to put something like that together because he somewhat did than I did. And it was funny, Tressa, when I was talking with him, he was like, oh yeah, Kels, mission 48, 48 competitions in 48 states in 48 days. And he kept saying 48 comps, 48 states in 48 days. And remember, this was like X amount of months ago, it was going to be weeks. You know, I had this whole right. for weeks and he kept saying that. And I was like, wait. I just want to let you know, like, this is weeks, not days. That's vastly <laughs> different. And he was like, well, Kels, if you think about it, we as a society nowadays, we have goldfish brains. You know, our attention yes. span is not 48 weeks long. It's like, hey, I scroll something. If I don't like it within the first second, I'm off of it. So he's like, if you want to have the impact that you want to have, having it over a 48 day time frame, yes, it's going to be crazy. Yes, I know you can't speak at the schools. But he's like, you'll have a, a lot of engagement and you'll have a lot more eyeballs earlier and impact earlier. And then after, if you want to do a post like speaking tour, you can do that. And I was like, all right, you, you're on to something here. And <laughs> basically like within a six to eight hour time frame, I logistically changed everything. I made it 48 days and Lord knows here we are today. <laughs> so it is oh it's, my that's, it's a crazy origin story, but that is the, that is the true <laughs> fact, long origin story of mission 48. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have so many questions, but oh, although thank you for sharing that rinse and repeat at five and six. Wow. Yeah. That's just, I can understand it's hitting me so much right now. I can, I can yeah. understand how that would have been, especially after you had just said, all right, give me like a big sign. Right. And then you right. hear that. It's like, Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Is that a great, that'll get you. And, and you mentioned it Empower Her Fitness, which obviously I want to talk about also. Yeah. But as far as your background in fitness or in health, just can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So honestly, I never 
I never thought I'd be doing the things that I am today. Like, I, it's funny. A lot of people see me now and I'm posting videos on social and they're like, oh, that's just how Kelsey is. She's strong. She can do whatever physically that she you know, wants to do. Um, and it's funny because people see that, or they say that to me now. And I'm like, man, if they were just in my brain and what I, what I thought my body was capable of 10 years ago, it was so different for me. Mm. Um, and so like, I, I grew up an athlete, like I was basketball player, volleyball player, um, kind of like a lot of people's story really. And then I ended up going to Ohio state, uh, from high school and I was just tired of basketball. So I was potentially going to pursue it in college, but ended up not. And I just wanted to have a college life. You know, I just, I just want to do the college <laughs> thing. And I think just, you know, have fun. Yeah. And, um, my freshman year, I ended up getting a random letter. And so I rode on the rowing team, like on water for Ohio State my freshman year. And that was such an incredible experience for me. And I sh- I'll share this because it'll relate to the question that you asked. Um, and it was, it was great to still have a team to still like be focused on towards a goal, but then my freshman to my sophomore year, I was also in sports medicine at that time for, for my career. And they were like, okay, Kelsey, you either keep pursuing rowing because it's an athletics at Ohio state. Like it's basically a full-time job or you do your sports medicine route because you can't do both. Like you're, you have clinicals, there's a lot going on. And so I'm like, well, I'm not going to be a professional rower. <laughs> you know, I am that great. <laughs> so I ended up choosing sports medicine, but it's interesting during that time frame, um, once I ended up stopped rowing. I realized how much of my identity was tied to being an athlete. And Mm -hmm. I realized how much my, um, just my routines, what I, what I was doing for the past 12 years, it was, Hey, you have this game that you're going to work towards, or you have this, uh, practice that you need to go to when you, when you work out, it's already like everything's set for you by the coach, you know? And so Mm -hmm. that sophomore junior year were really hard years for me just personally, because I went from, you know, having a crew, doing my stuff, having a goal I was working towards, but and to now being like, okay, what am I even going after? You know, I'm, I'm getting the A's in school. I'm, I'm doing the by textbook way, you know, getting the A's, going out on the weekends, like how people think, you know, life should be. And I'm like, man, I still feel empty inside. Like I still felt like something was so off for me. Mm. And um, so for me, I remember one summer, it would have been going into my potentially junior year, I think. I was like, Kel's like, you got to get you back, girl. You know, I remember looking in the mirror mm-hmm. and I didn't even really realize who the person was looking back at me. Yes, I had the, the features, you know, I didn't change my face, but it was like internally, like I just, I didn't feel alive anymore, um, like deeply alive, like excited about things, you know? And mm-hmm. so I decided that summer, I'm like, Kels, you know, y- you say yes to everybody else. You are saying yes to yourself, no to others for one summer you know? And so I I got my butt back in the gym. I had no clue what I was doing. I remember nervously walking to the weight room and I had minimal experience from just being an athlete, but I didn't know how to put together a leg day. I had no clue what exercises (laughs) to do, you know? And so I just got in there and I, I, tell us people all the time. Like I just did it ugly. You know, I was scared. Mm-hmm. I, I was not great. I had no clue what I was doing. If people saw me, they're probably like, what are you doing girl? <laughs> um, and I just kept showing up, you know, day after day. And so that had been like junior, senior year. And finally I had somebody tap me on the shoulder about a year later. And they're like, Kels, have you thought about doing a bodybuilding competition? And I'm like, first of all, me, are you out of your dang on mind? And secondly, <laughs> I see what they wear on stages. Like, no, that's not even in my atmosphere, <laughs> you know? And it's interesting. Once again, this goes back to the what if. 
I, I sat on that for about two, three weeks, eh, maybe even a month. And it just kind of kept eating at me of like, well, what if you could actually do it? You know, like, it's not that your whole worth is in your body, but like, well, what if you could go through the process to actually get on a stage someday? Oh, I apologize <laughs> with doggy. Um, so then I ended up finally, I hired a coach. I didn't tell anybody for about two months and I just, I started putting in the work. And so then my senior year, I ended up competing on about four or five different bodybuilding stages and it had nothing to do with like the physical body that I created, even though it was a body that I never thought I could ever get in my life. It had everything to do with, I did something I didn't think I was capable of doing. And I, I pushed past the hard days. I, I had a wildly big doubt, you know, a year ago, if I, there's no way I could ever do it. And I was there and I did it, you know, and through that mm-hmm. whole process, I was like to actually get to not only just a goal, but to evolve it's all aspects of you. It's your mental, it's your physical, it's what, how you're fueling your body. It's who you're around, you know? And so kind of long story short, I, I did the bodybuilding thing. And then I've, I've done a lot of different powerlifting meets, Spartan races. Um, after, after kind of really experiencing a taste of, wow, I did something I didn't think that I could do. I then started seeking kind of my next heart. Like, well, I don't think I could do the Spartan race. So let me sign out for it and let me try to get it done. You know? And then I did that. <laughs> well, shoot. I don't think I can do this half marathon. Well, let me sign up for it. Let me see if I can do it. And then you realize like your, your capability is so much bigger than you, you know? So yes. that's long story short or long story long, <laughs> basically of kind of background It's pretty diverse, but honestly, I never thought I'd be doing the things I am today. Oh my gosh. I love that about, well, I'm going to sign up. And then, cause it's almost the same thing. I do a similar thing with like, if, with an idea or, or something, yeah, that I want to do that yeah. I know is going to be a challenge telling yeah. other people. Oh my gosh. Because yeah. then it's like, okay, I've put it out there. Mm-hmm. I've put it out there, you know, and sometimes I'll say, okay, I'm telling you that this is what I want to do, whatever, by this time or, or this thing. And so I'm telling you and feel free to hold me accountable. And also mm-hmm. now I'm putting it out there. That's another push to make sure I follow up with it or yeah. make sure that I do it, you know? Well, I think that takes, I don't mean to cut you off if you're going to ask a question, but like, I want to key in on this for a little bit. I think that takes so much courage initially to put it out there, you know, because I know so many people that live with thoughts, goals, dreams, ideas, and they never, it never makes it out of their mouth, you know, because they're too afraid or too like, well, can I actually even do it? Or if I say this thing, are they going to think I'm crazy because I'm nowhere near, you know, where, where I need to be at for this thing. And so Mm -hmm. I think those that are listening, like there's so much courage on just putting the thoughts out there, you know? I mean, then that's exactly what I did with mission 48. I'm like, how in the heck do you start this? Like there is, you You know, but I, but I told somebody and I, and then I told one person and then I told another person and then fast forward eight, 10 months later. And it's like, now it's actually a thing. But if I kept that dream, that thought, that idea that was wildly discouraging to me at the point, because I had no clue how to start it there's no way this would actually be a thing today, you know? And so I really want to encourage those out there of like, just sign up, you might not be ready, just sign up or just say it, whatever that is, like just put it out in the world and you'll be amazed about how the world starts to conspire with you to put the right people in your corner, the right, the right places. For me, that's God, he, you know, he orchestrates everything, but whatever you believe in, um, you'll be amazed about what is conspired to actually help you achieve your dream once you put it out there. Oh gosh, I couldn't agree with that more. And so, yeah. So now look at you, here you are, it's happening. It's happening. So <laughs> now yeah. you, for listeners. So Kelsey, you don't live in Pittsburgh. No. You are. 
And actually, and of course, I have to mention something listeners may have picked up on it. So I went to Penn State. And yet I continued the phone call once you said you went to Ohio State. So I think I've made progress. (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. (laughs) I'm proud of myself. Um, I'm proud of uh, proud of us. So um, are you in Columbus? Yeah. So I live in Columbus, Ohio right now. Yep. Yeah. But you're making your way here for Mission 48. Yeah, actually towards the end of it too, which will be awesome because the momentum will be there. Um, We'll get, it, it should be awesome. By the time we get to Pennsylvania, we are bringing the roof off of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes. This is so cool. And I think, so actually you're in Pittsburgh, October 15th. Yes. As it is. And so the dates, what are the, what are the dates of these 48 days? So you start when? Yeah. So I start September 1st of this year and it's kind of ironic. Um, I start in Ann Arbor, which is Michigan and Ohio state and Michigan are massive rivals. Oh, so no. I, I start in Michigan, we make our way out West then up Northeast. And then I finish in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and that'll okay. go from September 1 to October 18th of this year. But you could be like when you're in Ann Arbor, like camouflage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, you know, I know it would be painful. You could throw on a Michigan. I don't know. I don't know. That might well, be it's funny because my fiance played for Ohio State. And so like oh. they are ingrained in like Michigan. Like, do you do not mess with Michigan? Yes. So he's like, oh, like, you really had to start in Ann Arbor. I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. So it's right. So Okay. So September 1st through the 18th, coming to yep. Pittsburgh on the 15th. Yes. While we're talking about it, if folks want to follow you, you know, or, or just learn more about even what the some uh, specific events are, where can they go? Yeah. So uh, big best place to go is my website is KelseyLensman.com and I can give it to you too. And then there's a mission 48 tab. Everything is on there. So that'll be, obviously we'll document a ton on social. Like I just want to be very transparent with the high moments, the low moments of it all. So you can also get me on Instagram. I just started TikTok last week because people told me I need to be on it. So I'll be on all those social pieces of it. Um, But also like for those locally there, every single state, we're going to have a completely free event for those that want to come either do it with me, a scalable version of it, um, or just want to watch it basically. So on my website, that'll be um, a a button that you can press to see all of like the different events and signups for it. And I would love to have people there. Oh my gosh. I want to be, okay. October 15th. I think I have to be there. I think I have to be there. I would love that. I would love that. (gasps) Okay. All right. I'm marking it. It's official because I'm, I'm circling the date. (laughs) So now your calendar, it means it's. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so fun. Yes. And I'll, and I'll have all of that info in our show notes. So listeners check them out, of course. So empower her fitness or is mission 48. Do you see it as like through empower her fitness? You know what I mean? Is it part of or kind of a branch? They're very aligned with the messaging. So to kind of give context with for those listeners, what we do with Empower Fitness is we have all women's strength events around the country. Um, and so that's also just really big on my heart. It's women. We've had ages 12 all the way up to 72 years old. It's for a lot of women that have never competed before, you know, and I and I tell so many people that when you sign up for the thing. And we have a lot in Columbus, Ohio here too. And I've had women that come in shaking, like they're so nervous. And then when they actually like do the deadlift where you pick the weight up off the ground or, or do something, it's amazing to see their faces as they realize that they're doing it. You know, like people, mm-hmm. 
it is incredible. It gives me goosebumps every time I think about it. So we do that. That's an aspect of our company. Um, when we do all different fitness events, and then we also do um, online nutrition and fitness coaching for women all around the country too. And our, our biggest thing, um, or at least my biggest focus with it too, and our values is you're a whole human, you need to be treated like a whole human, you know, so it's mm. not just a meal plan, or it's not just, hey, do these exercises, like you as a human gets to evolve, and your physical body is a byproduct of the habits, the changes that you make in your life. So it's really, really important to me just to get some good information out there in the fitness world, because Lord knows it's crazy. Um, and then that kind of definitely aligns with mission 48. So that's all about like stepping out of your comfort zone and, and doing hard things. And so one's not like mission 48 isn't a branch of, isn't a branch of empower fitness, but they work very aligned um, with everything. Sure. Do you think you have an answer to why your mission became what it is like empower her fitness? I mean, the fact in the name. Yeah. And the her listeners is all caps. Um, but could you point to something or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I'm being that very honest with myself, um, I'm very passionate about it because I never thought I could do the things I'm doing today in in my Mm -hmm. life. And I see so many women out there that it's like, well, I can't do that. Or, um, well, that's for her and it's not for me, you know? And I, and I thought those thoughts, like I, I truly thought those thoughts, and I truly believe the stigma heart. It's like, if I can do it, anybody can, you know? And yeah. so that's where really empower fitness is, is like when, when you unlock that capability within yourself, you find an empowerment inside of you that you never knew existed, you know? And so that's really, it originated from my own journey um, and my own struggles, my own, you know, mountaintop moments, but also valley moments. And it's like, well, shoot, if I can, I'm, I'm nothing special. I was not born with anything special. Literally anybody can, if they're willing to put in the work, the time and the effort, and you become somebody you never thought you could become. And it's, it's an incredible journey. Mm. And speaking of, has there, has there been anything along this journey that has surprised you? Um, honestly, the first thing that comes to my brain and and it circles back to what we talked about before is, like I said, I had no clue how you start mission 48. I had no clue how to run a business. I had no clue how to throw my first all women's strength event. And it's like, when you truly just start taking action, the people in your life, the, the connections that you don't even realize that you have, like things are going to conspire to work with you with that. Um, and so I think the biggest pleasant surprise is not that it's all rainbows and sunshine moments. Cause I'll be very honest with you. It's not like a week ago, I kind of had a meltdown of like, Oh my gosh, how are we going to do this? You know? Yeah. Um, but that's, but that's life, you know? And that, and that's whenever you're going after a goal, whether that be a fitness goal, a career goal, whatever that is, you're going to have Valley moments, you know, but I think the biggest pleasant surprise is there's so many great people in this world that want to not only see you do well, but that care about you, you know, and, and believe in you. And I have a whole state volunteer team that are literally just giving their hours and time that's calling different States and venues and seeing if we can go there and and calling the media teams to see if we can get in and, and have them come to our events And it's like great, like good humans just just want to help good humans, you know. So I think that that's like the biggest pleasant surprise, all the craziness that you see on social, all of the clickbait stuff like there is genuinely good people. And I'm a massive believer that when you're a good human, you're going to attract good humans, you know. And so Mm -hmm. that's 
I would say I didn't even realize that that was even a thought in my brain. But now that you asked that question, that's that's been one of the biggest pleasant surprises for me. Mm. And when you were talking too about when, you know, working with the women you work with and the look on their, you know, and specifically like the look on someone's face when it's like, oh, I just did that thing. Yeah. You must have had so many. Do you, Are there any specific moments or conversations or feedback or anything that you've you've gotten from any of the girls or, or women that you've worked with that that stay with you? Oh my gosh. I mean, there's, there's so many different like special moments that come to my mind as you ask this question. And there's one specifically that is just sticking out in my head. And it was at our very, very first empower event. I remember this whole thing originated from, I put an Instagram story out and actually let's even backtrack a real quick with that. I, I was in person here in Columbus, Ohio with a lot of my clients when I was doing a lot of the sports medicine stuff prior to COVID. And um, I remember there's one specific day when I had a group of my women in there, they were mid thirties, mid forties, I think some fifties, and they never thought they would a be in a weight room, first of all, but then second of all, I had them maxing out on bench. And so that's where you basically have the barbell, you pull it down to your chest, and then you push it up to the sky. And they never thought that they would be doing that second of all. And I I remember I put a weight on for this one specific woman and it was a weight that she was like, are you serious? Like, I don't think I can do this. And I looked at her and I'm like, you got this. And so she laid down on the bench. She unwrapped it. I had somebody else unwrap it for her and she was, she was scared, you know, but she took her big breath in. She braced her core. She brought that barbell down And as soon as she went to push it up, she flew with it. And the barbell just rose up like it was two pounds. And after she wrapped it, she pulled herself off the bench and she just had the biggest smile and the biggest face of amazement that she's ever had in her life. And she goes, I never thought I could do that. And I was like, I know. I was like, but you just did it, you know? And so it's funny because that's where our empower events actually originated because I was like, the environment was good. All of our women were cheering her on. I'm like, there needs to be something like this out here for other women, other women that are supporting each other, other women that have the opportunity to whatever your goals is, I am am for it, but not just continually get smaller, smaller, smaller that the fitness world tries to preach to you, but truly Mm -hmm. like see how strong that you actually are. And so it's funny. I, I put a, a, post up on my Instagram story, just randomly. I'm like, Hey, if I put a big event on for women, um, in strength, like, would you be interested? And I was amazed at the responses that I think I had like 70 people respond back and be like, Oh yeah. Like, let me know more information. And I'm like, well, I guess we're going to learn how to throw an empower event. Um, (laughs) and so then that was the first one. And this was actually the story that I wanted to get to is we had one woman there and she mom of three kiddos, you know, never, thought that she would be in a weight room, let alone in a competition. And she had a deadlift, a certain, I think she had like 225 pounds in the bar and she pulled up 225 pounds. And I remember she told me this afterward, she went in her car and she had a moment in her car and she thought, wow, if I didn't think that I could pull 225 pounds and I just pulled it, what else do I don't think that I'm capable of that I'm settling for? Like what other, what other areas in my life, my career, my family, like you name it, like what are the things that I'm holding myself back? My limitations, my self-imposed limitations are holding myself back that I can actually do, you know? And so between those two stories, like that, it is the platform for why I do what I do and what the message is that I want to send to people. Mm. 
thank you for everything you're doing. Oh, I appreciate so many, it. I mean, this is, and I, I'm so psyched we're going to get to meet on October 15th. Yes. It's honestly, cause we have, it's three days before our last day. So like it is going, <laughs> you're either going to see me really high because I'm almost <laughs> three days out and I'm so excited about it. Or like, oh my gosh, please get this thing over. With. <laughs> what was I thinking? No. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Oh, and I'm so glad this, uh, uh, thanks for talking. I mean. No, I just, and I told you this when we briefly connected before, like, I just appreciate you having me on. Um, you're doing what you're doing out in this world. I think it's incredible. And our, our biggest hurdle, but also opportunity is just to spread awareness about Mission 48, spread awareness about what our message is and everything. And the fact that you're having me on, I am eternally grateful for more ears just to get to hear about it. So I appreciate you. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to do it. I'm so happy to do it. Yay. Gooey butter cake, brambleberry crisp, brown butter almond brittle. Besides making your mouth water, what do these flavors have in common? They're some of the fan favorite flavors of Jenny's ice cream. That's Yin's our good sponsor, Jenny's ice cream. What makes this ice cream so good? And Yin's, it is so good. It's all made from scratch. No synthetic flavorings or dyes, not a one. Now, I'm not only excited to have Jenny's as a sponsor because I love ice cream, I'm also excited because Jenny's is a certified B corporation, meaning they're known for their social, environmental, and business leadership. In other words, they're doing good. So where can you get yourself some Jenny's? Well, they've got a scoop shop at Bakery Square in East Liberty. And guess what? New flavors are dropping each week this summer. You can also find their fabulous flavors at Giant Eagle, Target, and Whole Foods. And you can learn more, including info about their more than a dozen dairy and gluten-free options at www.jennies.com. That's www.jenis.com. Join me in making this an ice cream summer with Jenny's. Hi, Don. Hi, Tress. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks. Should we just get into it? I would love that. Really? Yes. Well. What are we getting into, in case the, this is the first time for a listener? We're getting into our Name, name that, that Neighborhood segment. And I'm going to lead with this again, Don. Three statements of fact. That's all you have to answer. I could cry. Oh, okay. Do you want me to give you a minute? No. Okay. I still think we should dive right in. (laughs) Because dead air is not good for a podcast. (laughs) Your neighborhoods of choice. Yeah. Gibsonia. Uh Uh-huh. Or Beachview. Okay. Gibsonia is the neighborhood where Kelsey's event for Mission 48 will be. Oh, when yes. she comes to Pittsburgh. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not one of these statements of fact. No. No. Okay. Darn it. I know. I know. I thought that was like a, like a softball. Yeah. We were well. just lobbing it up. Mm-hmm. 
This CrossFit event will take place. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Number one. The Western Pennsylvania Modern Railroad Museum, whose purpose is to promote and preserve the history of railroads in the area, is located at the intersection of Route 910 and Hart Road in this neighborhood. Gibsonia. Yippee! Look at you go. Oh. So the full steam ahead. Oh, mm -hmm. no. Yeah. That's oh, true. It's right off the top there. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to railroad my way through <laughs> these questions. Okay, why well, yes, why Statements am I leaving dead air? <laughs> You're yeah. just going to keep going. Keep going. Just Great. So jump this in. this museum, the WPMRM, if you want to get fancy. <laughs> WPMRM? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so it is. There it is in Gibsonia. It's a nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. And so, as I mentioned, their purpose is to promote and preserve the history of railroads. How do they do it? Well, through the hobby of model railroading. Hmm. And their main attraction is a 40-foot by 100-foot scale representation of the tracks between Pittsburgh and Cumberland, Maryland. It was set in the summer of 1952. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And in addition to this display, they also maintain a collection of historical model train sets and authentic railroad-related items that date back to the beginning of the 20th century. Also, they have an annual holiday train show that starts mid-November and ends in mid-January. Hmm. Sounds like they're on the right side of the tracks. Okay, sure does. Mm -hmm. Sure does. Yep. We'll just, I, I think we're just going to keep going. Okay. Um, but real proud of you. Thanks. Really proud of you. Number two. In the early 1900s, real estate trust company ran an ad in the local papers that read, only 10 minutes from office and work to home and rest. If you live in the Curran Algeo plan in this neighborhood, the ad also promised helpfulness no smoke, pure air, good drainage. <laughs> well, you sold me in the drainage. Uh, beach view. Yeah, that good drainage gets you. That gets you. I don't, because you don't see it coming. You don't. So, okay, this ad, and actually, Don, if I may, I'm, I'm sorry, listeners, I'm going to show Don a picture of it here, although his eyes are closed. We'll see if he opens them. It's so fantastic, this ad oh, that wow. I found. Yeah. So, what it also says here, uh, so it does say after, you know, the, the current Algeo plan, it says in West Liberty Borough, Allegheny County, this plan has the three essentials of the ideal home locality. As previously mentioned, healthfulness, no smoke, pure air, good drainage, beauty, country verdure, that's what we're going to go with, entrancing views, beautiful situation, and accessibility, 10 minutes to city, three car lines, pleasant route. Huh. The lots are selling rapidly, so don't delay. Yes, Don. No, that, that, it's a beautiful situation. It sure is. Huh. It I sure believe is. in that time they would have meant it like beautifully situated. 
Yes. Yeah, but yeah. It, like now we would read that. It's, it's a beautiful situation. It's a thing. It's, it's good drainage. Good drainage. It's good, if yeah. nothing else, we're yeah. on top of a hill. Mm -hmm. All that drainage, right yep. down the hill. <laughs> Ready for the prices? Uh, yeah. So wait. we have, well, the lots are 30 by 110 feet, 30 by 150 feet, 45 by 110 feet. Prices $150 to $850. No interest, insurance against hard luck, no taxes. Boy, we should snap one of those up right now, Tressa. Come on, Don. Let's invest. Forget this last statement of fact. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, so there you have it. And there's even a little sketch of uh, a man, you know, this black and white sketch, and there's a man holding his hat on the left side, and it says 5 p.m., and it's like he's in his office. Yeah. And I then know. on the other side, it says 510, and you see him at home already with his daughter running up to hug him. Aw. He has a mustache, too, doesn't he? He does. He has quite the mustache. Mustache. The old timey. Old timey. Yeah. Stasheroo. <laughs> and here we are already. Look at us at number three. Oh, my God. That's as fast as the guy got home from work to greet his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> number three. <laughs> This neighborhood is home to Chatham University's Eden Hall campus, the world's first university campus designed to be a showcase for sustainable solutions. The campus includes a fully certified organic farm, a weather station, and over 400 solar panels. Uh, that's Gibsonia. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Perfect score. Perfect score. It is Gibsonia. Hmm. So as it says on the website for Eden Hall, building a more sustainable and healthy world. So it is nestled there on 388 acres of rolling woodlands and fields. And it is, Eden Hall is, an academic community dedicated to sustainable living and the modeling of sustainable approaches to energy, water, food, and agriculture, air quality and climate, and the interaction of natural and built systems. Yeah, but how's the drainage? That's what I'd That's like right. to know. That's right. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, if we check out, let's see, the food. So the campus uses what is grown by their students right there in all the dining halls and cafes. And they're able to do that because you might be wondering with our weather here, because their high tunnel and hoop houses extend their growing seasons year round. And Chatham, by the way, is recognized as one of the greenest colleges in the country. And- That's a beautiful situation. It, <laughs> it certainly is. Uh -huh. It's a beautiful sitch. And I mentioned, and, and one of these reasons is because of their use of solar energy, and they've been doing it for more than a decade. So it is solar power that lights the days and nights of the Eden Hall campus community. Nice. It's pretty gorgeous. Yeah. Cool. Well. Yes. Three for three, Don. I'll take it. Yeah? Yeah, not so bad. It's solid work. It's not so bad. Yeah. And thank you, Don. Of course, Tressa. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> A solid three for three performance by Don DiGiulio. Well done again. And on that note, we will be bringing this episode, episode 96, to a close. 
I am your host, Tressa Glover. Thank you. Thank you for being here, for listening in, for sharing your stories with us. And a huge thank you to Kelsey Lensman for the incredible chat and for all you're doing to help girls, young women, women. Listeners, be sure to check out our show notes for where you can learn more about Mission 48, about Empower Her Fitness, about ruling our experiences. It's so, so awesome. And email us here at yinsaregood at gmail.com with anything you want to share, any of the good stuff going on in your life or in the lives of the people around you. And until next time, my friends, be safe, be kind, be good. Special thanks to Don DiGiulio. And as always, for our fabulous artwork, Mike Rubino.